Hello listeners, Mitch Lewis here from Form Guide Breakdowns, back for another preview podcast to go through this weekend's South Australian race meeting. As always, we'll work through from race to race, one down all the way through to nine. We'll go through our quaddy um, and some best bets around the ground at Flemington as well. So we'll get straight into it. We'll kick off with the conditions. So this weekend we get back to the Morfittville Parks track. Conditions, currently the track is rated a soft six. There are clear conditions through sort of Friday and Saturday as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the track maybe get to around a soft five. I'm expecting it somewhere to be between that five and that six. So that's what I've worked off. The rail is going to be in the same position as it was in the last meeting here back on the 10th of June. And that position was six metres out from the 1,000 to the winning post and three metres the remainder. So on that day, they did have a little favouring for runners that were up on speed with that rail being pushed out a little bit. So I'm expecting it to be a pretty similar setup here today. So let's get into them then. Kicking off race one, this is a 1,000 metre BM84 race. The complexion of this race may change a little bit with a horse potentially going to be running at Flemington instead, but my top selection, number three, Bagasi, is going to run here. Um, Todd Panel takes the ride. I think this horse has been pretty handy in his first two runs here for Travis Dowdle. Um, If one one comes second in the other just by a small margin, Todd Panel takes the ride. I think he's the one most likely to go forwards and take control of this race, and he's the one that's probably going to be in that leading position, which I'm expecting to be the ideal spot in running. Number six, Zion is my next pick. Zion's the horse that potentially runs at Flemington. He is still in that market, but he looks a good horse. The only query I had on him was he's a back marker who has got barrier one, so where does he land in the running was the only knock I had on him. And then... To close out the picks, number four, Howe for David Jolly. Runs pretty handy races. Um, He does get back a little bit sometimes, which is the question mark, but generally around the mark. Race two now. This is a tricky little race, I thought. Probably one I'm not really keen to bet into, but I've got number four, Exalted Ruth on top for Garrett Lynch and Sophie Logan taking the ride. She's got an impressive track and distance record. She's had six starts on this track and trip, one, two of those, and a second and a third. Um, She's in form. She's a winner in her last start. Look, I just think it's a pretty tough race, and she's going to give you a good share at a pretty good each-way price. I'm happy to be with her. Uh, Number two, Jaguar is my second pick for this race. Generally around the mark over these staying trips. He probably wants it a little bit wetter, which is the knock for me. But if there is more rain or we do get closer to that soft six range, I'd probably have him on top. Um, I shouldn't say on top, sorry. I'd have him a closer finisher. Um, And then number three, Red Phantom is my next pick. So Red Phantom's going to lead him up and going to put himself in a prime position. Just the little knock I had on him is he's, he's got a big weight. He's got 61 kilos and his last two runs have been on the synthetic. So it's a little bit of an unknown for me and he is quite a short price. That was just why I was willing to risk him. I just feel like there's a few little unknowns about him, um, but he is probably going to land in the best position in running. Exalted Ruth though, on top at a good each way price for this race. So we get to race three. This is probably the feature race of the day. This is the listed Oakland's plate for two-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. So look, it is a two-year-old race, but it's the only black type race on the card. 
I've gone with number six, Dubinenko on top for Chris Beag, Tegan Vorham taking the steer. Look, I just think she's probably the class horse with the most upside. Uh, I didn't think she looked her best when she won at Murray Bridge last start when resuming off a break. Um, and she still managed to do that by half a length, reasonably easy. So I think she's got the most upside in this race. I think she's going to appreciate getting up to the 1,400 metres particularly as well. And like I said, she does have that class edge. She was sixth in the blue diamonds. So she's definitely got a lot of upside. And I'm expecting her to probably be able to win this one as well. Um, second pick I've gone with number two, Proven Correct. Proven Correct was the horse that ran second behind Dubinenko last start. Um He's had three career starts now, placed in all of them in handy enough company, but you saw in that last start that he's close enough to Dubinenko at his best. Uh, And then number one, Deadly Press for Nick Ryan was the other one for me to close out this race. Uh, He looks the likely leader. He's a Victorian visitor, so his form is a little bit different to these others, but if he runs up to that last start win at Geelong where he put him away reasonably easy, you'd think he'd be able to give this one a shake as well. So we move on to race four now. This is one I am reasonably keen on, and that's number three, Wild Imagination, for the Richard and Chantel Jolly team. We were with Wild Imagination in her last start when she went across to Caulfield and saluted there over the 1,600 metres. She comes back over here into what I think is probably an easier race. Uh, She does go down to the 1,550, but I'm not too worried about that either. Look, she was a... Winner fourth up over the 1,800 metres last prep. So she's fourth up here today. We know she can run good races fourth up. I'm not worried about the soft conditions, and I think from barrier six, she's got a lot of options. So she's in good form. If she runs anywhere near what she produced at Caulfield, she should be able to put these away reasonably easy. Number eight, Francis Boy is my next pick. I think he's probably the got the map advantage on anyone if it is a leader's track he's drawn barrier one and he's likely going to push forwards and control the race from the front multiple winner over this track and distance so you know that he can lead him up and hold on if he gets the race on his terms and then interesting pick for my next one number four federal so second up here it's a european horse definitely going to appreciate going up to the 1550 but i'm just expecting to maybe he'd be one to follow as he gets further out in distance. Only lightly raced, but one I'm more keen to just sort of see where he goes from after this race. We get to race five now. I'm going to be with number five, another Ponzi for Richard and Chantel Jolly again. Look, um, he's a lightly raced horse. He's had six career starts and only missed the top three once, and that was in his last start when they took him across to Caulfield. Look, when they jolly team take him across to Caulfield, it generally means they have a good opinion of him, of their runners, and I think this horse is better than what he produced in that last start. If you go back to his earlier runs this prep, he was he's won two in a row in Balaclava in pretty good time for that sort of grade. Uh, he then came here and was just done on the line to run second before going to Caulfield. I think you'll lead him up here again today. I think he's a talented type, and I reckon he's going to be pretty hard to catch up front given his own way. Um, Next pick, number one, So Say Angel. Look, I think So Say Angel was pretty impressive when resuming last start. Well, she had a little break where she went around, and she's had a let-up, I shouldn't say a spell. Um, Look, I thought it was an impressive enough run. If they put a fair bit of pace on into the race, it's going to set her up well from barrier six. And then number six... Annihilate closes out the picks for me. He's run three good races for his new stable. Um, This doesn't look any harder than the last start race where he produced a second. So I'm expecting he'll probably be around the mark as well.
Moving on down to race six, uh, we're going to be with a Victorian visitor here in race six. Number six, Immortality for the Price and Kent team and Todd Panel to take the ride. Um, he's only lightly raced. This prep, he managed to knock off his maiden win when he went around at a pretty short price. I think he was $1.40 that day. And then he's had two other runs since where he's been close enough, but particularly in the last start, I don't think he appreciated the heavy track. I think he looks a type that's really going to handle this Morpherville Parks track. So from barrier six, I'm expecting him to land in the first few, be right up there on the speed. And if he sort of gets comfortable in the run, which I think he will on the drier track, I'm expecting him to sort of be able to see some of these off through the run. The main danger I've got for him is number four, Cold Case for the Jollies. Uh, I thought Cold Case was pretty good when winning two back. He was well-backed that day in the market as well. And then he came out last start and ran a second to just lose by, geez, I think it was about a head to a visitor. There's pretty good form. I think he'll be around the mark again as well. I just think he's a little bit inconsistent at times. But from barrier four, I'm expecting him to land in a pretty good position. And then number three, Stars on Gari. I think Stars on Gari is a very good horse. Alana Libby's three kilo claims going to help her. Your only little query I had as a back marker, she's got barrier one, and that's the question mark for me. She's probably going to have to get some luck, but if she does get some luck at the top of the straight, she can definitely produce a big enough run to win this one. On to race seven. Now, keen listeners or followers of Form Guide Breakdowns will know I've got a love-hate relationship with this horse I'm put on top for this race. And that's number six, Storm Hunter. I'm going again. So for those of you who don't know, Storm Hunter, we've been with a few times. He has come third in five of his last six races. uh, And in the sixth one, the saddle slipped. So that's a forgive run. So we'll give him a five out of five, a penereal place getter. But I think today could be the day for him. I think he's going to get a very good setup. So he's drawn barrier three. I'm expecting him to settle just behind the speed, but be in a very good position. Alana Livesey takes the ride, takes three kilos off his back. So he's only going to go around with 52 kilos. I think number one, Cuban State, is probably the better horse, but Cuban State's going to carry 61 kilos. That's why I'm giving Storm Hunter the edge. I'm expecting Storm Hunter to be able to sit maybe one or two pairs back with some sort of room and be able to produce a run late. Look, if you want to throw him in a mouldy to finish third, you may as well, because that apparently looks like the only thing he likes to do. But I reckon today can be the day for him. Like I said, second pick, I reckon number one, Cuban State, is probably the best horse in the race. I just think the weight advantage that some of these others are going to have on him are going to make the difference. Um, Number three, Orbital Express, is the one for me, uh, my third pick in this race, sorry. Uh, I think he is a reasonable horse on his day. We haven't seen heaps, well, sorry, it's a her, um, in the two runs she's had here uh, in South Australia, but I think at her best... If she gets the right conditions, she can definitely pinch a race. And I think potentially this race maps to have a lot of speed, which may set her up from the back and give her that run. But I'm just keen to follow Orbital Express through some of her next few runs because I think she can knock one off at a pretty good price coming up. So that takes us to race eight. So this is a pretty tricky race. Now, I just want to say, if you're listening to this, this is a race that I think you're going to have to just watch what's happening during the day. So... What I've done is I've picked two, and they're both very much condition-dependent. So number nine, Bugnish for me, is going on top if we're seeing leaders just take complete control of every other race up until here. 
Um, so he's only very lightly raced, or she's very lightly raced. She won her maiden in pretty good fashion and then came out and competed in a listed level race. She's drawn barrier four, has good early speed, and gets a kilo and a half off thanks to Ben Price's claim. Uh, so that brings her down to 54 kilos, the minimum. Like I said, if it's a leader's very biased day, I think she's going to be pretty hard to catch. In saying that, if it's a little bit more even, I've put number three Oracle Sun for the Stokes team in. I was pretty taken by his win at Murray Bridge. He kind of destroyed a field that's not too dissimilar to this one. So if he can produce his best from barrier 11, I think Gary Lowe's a good rider for him. And I think that if he he's probably going to settle maybe midfield just a little bit better. Um, so I think at his best, he's definitely capable of reeling in the leaders but it's just whether or not the conditions suit runners to be able to make a sort of run like that from midfield onwards so like i said just just have a watch i'll probably be keener to be with oracle sun if it's if the track's playing evenly but if it's a flat out leaders track i think bugnish will be very hard to catch um third pick number one declared we had declared as our best bet of the day last star and i just thought he was a little bit disappointing um his rating's pretty high for this race so at his best he definitely rates well in this so that brings us to the final race race nine look i thought this was easily the hardest race of the day it's probably the hardest race i've seen in the last few months i just thought that the field there's a few of them in here that don't really suit the track and that's the query that I have on them. So I've put number eight, Rising Legend, on top, and that's because I'm expecting the leaders to be most advantaged here, and I think from Barrier 3 and Todd Panel on board, he's going to be the one that finds that leading position and will be the one that they need to catch and be in a very strong spot. Um, he's $11.350 currently. He's definitely an each-way play. Second pick, Jean Vanjon, is I reckon the best horse in this race. I just have a little query on him being first up today. Um, he's a dead set back marker and from barrier 12 carrying 60 kilos over the 1,000 metres on the parks track, I just think is a little bit of a risk. He could definitely probably do it. Whether or not you wanted to take the risk on him is my query. So I don't personally want to take the risk. I think he's going to be last and he's got a big field that he's going to have to work through. So he's only got a thousand meters. He's one to follow on one of these bigger tracks later into his prep, I'd say. Like I said though, I think he's definitely the best horse here. I just don't think this race map really suits him at all. And then to close out my picks, I've gone for number three, Obi. So Obi's another one that I think can probably be positive from barrier five and put himself in a pretty good position. He generally runs pretty well first up, and that's where he is here today. So that's the pick for race nine. But like I said, race nine I thought was very, very hard. So there your races one to nine look interesting enough, um, particularly the last couple I thought were pretty tricky. I'll work through the quaddy first before we get into the better bets. So... Obviously, kicking off in race six with leg number one, and we're going to throw in three stars on Gari, four cold case, and six immortality. Leg two, we're going to be with one Cuban state, three orbital express, six storm hunter, and ten McCain. Leg number three, we're going to have one declared, two ice symphony, three oracle sun, eight. Rockstar Megzi, and nine, Bugnish. And then last leg, we're going to be with one, Viduka, two, Jean Valjean, three, Obi, eight, Rising Legend, nine, Big Shack, and 15, Lucille Rose. So big quaddy this week. That's $360 for 100%. 
Morfittville best bets. Oh, let's do around the ground. So we'll quickly go to Flemington. Um, I've got one better bet and one each way prize. So best bet, race four, number four, Legio 10 for James Cummings and Celine Gordry. I just think going up to the 1,400 metres is really going to suit this horse. Celine takes two kilos off, so he's going to carry under the minimum. I know he'll be back in the field, but he's got plenty of straight to be able to wrap him up. So I'm expecting him to be pretty handy. And then the each way best bet is race nine, number nine, no way ever for Mar Eustace team and Celine Gaudry again. Um, first up record has won two from three. Um, expecting him to be able to sort of sit forwards from the wider barrier down the straight. I just think it all points to him being able to produce a pretty good effort first up. And you're getting a pretty good each way price for a horse that's drawn in the better part of the track and will likely be forward in running. So we'll just flick back through to Morfittville now. So the three better bets at Morfittville are going to be race four, number three, Wild Imagination for Richard and Chantel Jolly and Joe Toroke taking the Joe Toroke, Jake Toroke taking the ride. And um, race five, number five, another Ponzi for the same stable jockey combination. And race six, number six, Immortality, the visitor for Price Kent team and Todd Panel on board. They're the three best bets. Like I said, keep an eye on the website just for those sort of later races because potentially I'll write some things up that just might make it a little bit clearer about what we should be looking for for the conditions. And yeah, the details are always up there on the website, so make sure you are keeping an eye on them on Saturdays. Um, Good luck this weekend if you are having a bet. Uh, If you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you're struggling or anyone you know is struggling with gambling, please call the Gambling Helpline on 1800 858 858 or you can look them up online at thegamblinghelponline.org.au. Thank you again for listening and good luck.